Welcome to Full Scope, a podcast with two guys in their 20s, giving their perspective on the games that we love, headlines on pop culture, and the meaning behind it all. I'm your host, Wayne Burns, and my counterpart, Saywell Morris, was not able to be here for this one, but he will be back on uh, next week. Um, but for this episode, we're joined by a special guest once again, uh, Mr. Johnny Meads, a former linebacker in the NFL for the Houston Oilers and Washington Redskins, um, has been on countless times in the past, but uh, thank you so much for being back on, sir. My pleasure, Wellington. It's a pleasure to be here again. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And and for this episode, we're going to get into um, a couple of college football topics. Obviously, a preview of the uh, national championship this upcoming Monday night with Alabama and Georgia. In the second half, we're going to get into some NFL topics. But to start off with just the Alabama-Georgia national championship preview and the key X factors, um, this will be the second time Georgia and Alabama have met in a CFP title game. And also the second time they're meeting this uh, this season, uh, Alabama's pursuing their fourth CFP title and 19th national title overall. Um, Georgia is going for their first title since 1980 and third overall. And some of the key factors I think that could be pivotal are, you know, Georgia slowing down Bryce Young, um, Alabama's pass blocking improving, and Stetson Bennett uh, just just stepping up in, in, in this big game. But to you, kind of like, what are your initial thoughts on on this matchup and some of the key X factors? Well, I, I think that, um, of course, the big steal is, is two SEC teams again in the national championship. What about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um I think it's going to be um, Georgia's defense. You know, of course, you know me, Wellington. I'm a defensive guy. Oh yeah, Georgia's I defense. <laughs> Georgia's <laughs> defense stepping up and and um, trying to uh, just squelch a little bit of the the, um, the uh, Alabama offense, mm-hmm. and hopefully um, their their offense, Georgia's offense, can can get some. Uh, get some things going, but I think it's going to be uh, the biggest thing is um, Georgia's defense trying to slow down that uh, Alabama offense. And I think to, to, to that end, it's um, Georgia's offense. Cause I think Georgia's defense is um, good enough. I mean, yeah. they fly around. That's my, that's the biggest thing I see with them. Um, but they're, uh, offense, Georgia's offense, trying to, you know, try to do duplicate what they what they did um, in their last game and and mm-hmm. score a lot of points. And I don't know that that's going to happen against. Uh, that's going to be tough against, against Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> that's going to be really I tough. Know, know, yeah, exactly. that, was, that was one of the, the the key questions I had because when I saw that that Michigan game, you you, you see j- just how like prolific they were offensively, and mm-hmm. then you got a team like Alabama that's a completely different story. Like, right. how much of a challenge do you think? Like, just because they're familiar with Alabama, but coming right yeah. back after a high win like that, you kind of they may get brought down to earth with with a very elite defense. I, I agree, um, but I think playing them again, um, I think Georgia's going to be a little bit more. Um, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm thinking, because they got got beat in the SEC championship game, they're going to be a little bit more. I'm hoping um, up to the challenge. Uh, against uh, Alabama because, you know, they, number one, did so well against Michigan and then um, didn't do as well against Alabama in their in their SEC championship game. So I, I think in this case it can be, um, you know, a, a, a good situation for an upset. Yeah. 
Are you leaning toward Georgia? I am. I am. Okay. I, I was feeling am. that. I was feeling that. <laughs> the way you were, the way you were talking, I was like, I think he's leaning toward Georgia. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning towards. I get. I'm at work, right? And um, yeah, you know, everybody's talking about the the because um, everybody around here, either Georgia, or Alabama, right? Yeah. Um, and and it's uh, there's a case where I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling Georgia because it's um, again more Alabama fans around here i see all their all the trucks all the f-150s with the <laughs> with the big a on it and all you know i'm like okay i yeah. I'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping um I'm hoping for something different <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly and, and that's another thing because with, with kirby smart he's learned so much yeah. from nick saban and mm-hmm. um like there's only been one assistant to beat nick saban it, it was um uh i i believe jimbo fisher or, or, earlier this okay. year this year texas saying them and that hasn't mm-hmm. happened a lot like how much do you feel as though with with what Kirby Smart like this being so big for him like a, like a challenge for him to like trying to to finally get over that hump and you know dethrone one of the greatest coaches we've ever seen? I, I think it's it's a case where Kirby Smart's going to be up to the challenge. Um, I, I think he's um, he's one of the the better, uh, if you will. Although there are a lot of them, um, Nick Saban proteges. And, uh, you know, moving over to Georgia and, and looking to, you know, kind of be the person, the coach, the man that ends up, uh, you know, kind of beating up on, uh, on Nick in Alabama in a big game too, Wellington. That, that's, yes, that's the, definitely. that's a big deal. If he's able to do that and, and on such a big stage, that's going to be huge. Uh, but he is one of the the better, as I said, um, Saban's proteges that uh, as coaching. He's done a good job, uh, an extremely good job of of um, recruiting. You know, getting some uh, of those uh, top notch athletes that uh, that don't go to Alabama. Right. You know, and so he's uh, he's done a good job. Kirby Smart's done a good job, and and I think, like I said, um, you know, with the defense, hopefully trying to do some good things. Uh, Georgia be up for the challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And, and before before we move on, looking at Alabama this year, they if you look at earlier in the season, they weren't kind of that that still dominant team. Like like they were having a lot of uh, you know a lot of a lot of closer games, which was kind of from my perspective uncharacteristic of what, what we're used to seeing. And then and, and then with Bryce Young, he steps up, wins the Heisman, has that 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 late game the late game of Rogues against Auburn. Um, to you, like what have been your thoughts on just how this season has progressed for Alabama? As it wasn't. If you look at the record, you 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 feel, feel and, and not seeing the games, you would think it was a typical year for them, but it really was a you're, different type of year. You, you saw with you're, you're saying it absolutely right because it was it was um, kind of you know I'm, I'm thinking a a little bit um, whole hum for Alabama. You know, it's like yeah, just just playing games and and it's it's not that exciting. It's it's not. I, I wasn't personally. Like a lot of people, and I, I have in the past um, turned on Alabama games to see, you know, um, what what the quarterback does and and what the team does, how how really good they are. Um, right. I didn't turn them on and and see, you know, look to see, you know, how prolific they are. So they were. It was kind of a, in my opinion, a little bit of a ho hum season for them. And um, like you said, ends up, you know, coming into the um the latter part of the season into the um the the bowl games and iron bowl and yeah. kinda of, yeah trying to you know kinda of, um 
you know, they, they tr- showed their, their true selves, you know, at the, 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 in the latter part of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And, and now just listening to, to kind of just thoughts on um, the Ohio State-Utah Rose Bowl shootout and, and C.J. Shroud's resilience. Um, this past Saturday night, Ohio State was able to pull off a three-point win as C.J. Shroud and Jackson Smith um, and Najikba put on a passing performance that broke a multitude of records doing one of the biggest offensive days in Ohio State's uh, storied history. And uh, Shroud passed for a school record 573 yards in a record-tying um, six touchdowns. But to you, kind of like, what, what are your thoughts? What were your thoughts on this back-and-forth Rose Bowl and just Ohio State's offensive output. Just that, this uh, uh, the the um, the back and forth aspect of it, Wellington, because the youth was they were Utah was you know they were the at, at the outset you know they were they were the ones that made uh, made uh, Ohio State kind of come out of their shell. It's like okay, we're not uh, Utah was you know showing that they were not like you know one of the you know Pac ten pushovers you know right. they uh they they stood up to him and that's what made uh seemed to me that what made uh what made ohio state come in and uh you know come out of this shell so to speak and cj shroud and 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 Jigma, the the uh the prolific passing mm-hmm. you know uh performance that they put on yeah definitely and, and i mean this is one of the things, CJ Shroud is coming back next season. And a lot of times when we see players in certain Rose Bowl performances have, have, a, have a big time performance, they can, they, they, it's kind of like a, a stepping stone to the next season and them kind of like having like a, a comeback story because their loss against Michigan, it was obviously a devastating one because they, they had playoff hopes. Like, do you feel as though this is this type of game and win for them can be one where they, they take it into next season and kind of get back to where they want to because oh, they, we're used to staying in the playoffs, but this this year it, it was a different different story for them. They're, they're definitely, with him coming back, and Israel coming back, and them taking that that loss to, the, to Michigan in, the, um, in their, their um, championship game, it's, it's certainly something that they're going to use as a, um, a stepping stone to, to go back, and they, they want to be where, where Michigan was and hopefully be where both Alabama and uh, Alabama and Georgia are this year. So, yeah, they, they're going to use that. It's going to be huge because, it, it, as the announcers were saying, and, and then as you just put, they, they're going to take this. This was, a, this was an outstanding game. It you was. Know? It, yeah. was just, <laughs> it was just <laughs> There's absolutely. There's no other way to put it. There's no other way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> it was an outstanding game. It was just crazy. The, yeah. the the offensive performance that was put on there, and you know, I I was thinking initially it it you know might go into overtime, and which would would have made it even you know that much more. I prolific, was hoping but... for overtime <laughs> just to see, <laughs> just to see, yeah. <laughs> you know, just was, to see how, how it would play out. That was <laughs> crazy, but then to but to put you know that kind of uh, offensive you know output out in a. Um, Without an overtime, that that was you know huge in itself. But yeah, back to the Ohio State situation. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna use this as a as a um, a stepping stone, as I said, to get to um, you know the the uh, the bowl game, the the championship game this year, and not not be just a Rose Bowl. If it's is, I don't know how this thing works. Maybe the championship will be the Rose Bowl next year. I don't know. That's that's what I was saying. Like in terms of the play, that was another question I had. In terms of the playoff, like 
we're still with four teams. Like, do you think mm-hmm. at some point we need to expand and get to that eight teams? Because we see Cincinnati, they, they don't have a, 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 a very competitive performance. They have productive possessions, but they don't they don't go into touchdowns. They're they good, more yeah. field goals. And even Michigan, they get blown out by Georgia. Like, do you think this is finally the time where we need to, like, start considering expanding the playoff? Yeah, only because you said you see what, what you just said. Yeah. Um, you know, before they, they were because the, the system was what it was before and they need to do something about it. They're doing something about it or, or have done something about it. Now they need to expand on it. Just to yeah. be perfectly honest, they, they, you know, bring more teams into the mix. Um, and look at that, uh, that, that Rose Bowl. I mean, that yeah. would have been, you know, you know, extra teams. Those two teams are, are teams like that being in, in, the, in the mix. And who knows what would have happened, um, you know, going forward. So, yeah, it needs to be, you know, expanded. And you know they're going to, in my opinion, they're going to do it. If that's something they're looking at. Now, I don't know how far down the road they're going to do it. But it's certainly something. It's going to have to be, um, you know, maybe a couple more years like this and people saying they need to expand before they do, but I, I'm sure it's going to go that way. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and that, that really is interesting because like when you have a game like the Rose bowl and, and just, just seeing that, that, that type of competitive um, performance, you, you do want to see that at, at some point in the playoffs and, and going forward yes. and, and, and looking at also ju- just some of the quarterbacks or maybe just some of the players going into the, the, the draft. Like, are, are there any like one, maybe one or two, in this upcoming draft that you feel as though could have like a long, a, a long storied career in the NFL and maybe kind of have the potential to have a breakout rookie season. It, it, unfortunately, Wellington, I, I didn't look at it this year as closely as I've, I have in the past. So I yeah. don't have um, opinions on it. You know how we, we talk in the past, you know, talking about certain uh, players. It hasn't, it hasn't even... felt like that. It hasn't felt like that <laughs> same, that, that, like, like, like yeah. that, 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 that same, Breakout season for like yeah. rookie, rookies coming. It hasn't yeah, felt like the same time of year. But you know what's going to happen? What I think is, you know, all the juniors and all those kinds of things that's going to happen. And um, it's going to be a case where there's just going to be, which is um, really, really going to be good for the NFL. There's going to be a lot of uh, players that's going to go into the league that's not going to be these big name players but yeah. they're going to be players who are going to make a significant impact with uh, with some of these teams. And it's not going to be your storied players, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I think it's going to be a case where – because you see a lot of great talent, but you, you do. don't see – yeah, you don't see a lot of outstanding talent. The ones that just know? separate themselves from Yes, that. yes. That's what you don't see. You know, and that's Absolutely. what – that's kind of sort of how the, how the, uh, the, the college season was this year. You know, and it was more to me about, you know, coaches, you know, bringing their teams to where they needed to be like a Harbaugh up at Michigan doing what he's doing. And hopefully what we're talking about with Kirby Smart, I think it's it's, you know, maybe the, the coaching changes and and things like that. That's that's more the uh, more the story than the than the outstanding players, because you don't see this outstanding dominant defensive player that that uh, that like Michigan uh, or Ohio State have had in the past. Uh, you don't see this dominant quarterback that that might be. Uh, you're hearing more about the coaches. Out. You're hearing more about. Yeah, the, you're hearing yeah, more that's about what I'm saying. Sanders yeah. is doing at Jackson State. Yeah. You're hearing more about that. <laughs> that than anything exactly. And that's what I was saying. So, yeah. um, but that's not to say, like I said, some of these players are going to come into the league um, 
they're going to make you know significant significant impacts on uh, on some teams, and you're not going to hear a lot about them. Definitely. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the show, and now we're getting to the second half of our topics. And to start off with um, Cincinnati's big-time win at home versus Kansas City, and kind of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase's continued chemistry, um, this past Sunday, the Bengals were able to win by three at home against the Chiefs, and now they're back in the postseason as Chase and Joe Burrow just both chatter team records. Um, Chase with 266 receiving yards, and looking at the, the type of year the Bengals have, have been able to have, what are kind of your thoughts on this win against, you know, obviously a, a, an elite team like Kansas City and also them winning their, their division title? It's, it's huge um, because of, you know, guys like Joe Burrow, of course, you know, being the, the steady quarterback and the, the solid quarterback that he is. And there have been, obviously, um, receivers like, Jamar Chase, who's the kid? You know the names, Wellington. The kid that came out of LSU that went to the, to the um, Minnesota Vikings. Um, they have great receivers and have had great receivers, um, yeah. you know, from since time. Um, right. Just going back to uh, what's, what's the kid that, that went to uh, New York that's now with the Rams, uh, that, that they've had receivers. But here's the thing. Just yeah. like you were, you're trying to, to point out that the chemistry between those two and the, this 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 Jamar Chase stepping up and being the go-to guy for for Joe Burrow, yeah. um, the number one not, option. Yeah, is just stepping up and doing that because they have some good receivers, but this kid has just made himself be. I'm going to be your number one guy. He's got you know obviously great hands, runs great routes, got great speed. You got all you know everything you need. But yeah, that's the biggest thing that this guy's just stepping up. Uh, Chase is stepping up and being that number one guy. And as you're, as you're uh, wanting to allude to the fact that they have that chemistry mm-hmm. with one another and, you know, it, 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 it took, you know, obviously a whole team, but uh, those two guys, you know, having that confidence in one another coming from, you know, the, the same school. How big of know. a plus is that? Like from, 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 from what you've seen, like how big of a, is a plus just having a, a quarterback receiver do it from college and also be in the NFL. And, and that's what, that's what you're saying. That's what we're kind of alluding to that, that, that chemistry, man. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not something that, that could be taken for granted. Cause again, uh, all these receivers that have come out of LSU and went to other teams and you're, you're seeing that, you know, they're good receivers, right? But they didn't have this kind of a, a, a season and this kind of a – that's all you can say, that this kind of unique uh, kind of situation that, uh, that others have had coming out of the school. And they, they've been great receivers in their own right. But you have a guy that's thrown to him in college, right, and they go to the same team and, and it, it just it, – what they did – was that they elevated what they had, you know, when they were at, at LSU together. And yeah. that's that's a huge thing. That's a that's a really huge thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, like, when you have a team like this, obviously this is a younger team and they don't have the playoff experience. Like, how, how much of, like, maybe not, not um, 
a deep threat, but also maybe like a dark horse. Like how much of a dark horse do you think they could be in the postseason in terms of just like how this team is presently constructed? I think they can be the, the, from the coaching staff because they they um, they come from that new lineage of coaches. Yeah. Uh, you know that that's uh, coming to the league. That they they're, they're brash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They they kind of have no fear. You know they they do a lot of you know not too many different things, but some of the different things that some of the, some of the other teams aren't uh, aren't used to or don't you don't see. Um, they can be very, very scary going into the playoffs. Um, but at the same time, I might, I might add this, that um, seeing as they, they're so young, it might be a case when they get to the playoffs, it could be, you know, just as scary for them, literally, you know, like, oh, my yeah. God, you know, during the headlights kind here. of thing. We've never been here before. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see. If yeah. uh, if in fact they they you know come out and be the brash you know new team that you know look at us are they going to be like oh my god they're going to be looking around again like oh look where have we come from and are we supposed to be here kind of thing we're gonna we're gonna see it's gonna be interesting but I think when when you talk to or listen at uh, Joe Burrow talk and you know receivers like Jamar Chase and you know, uh, receivers like the divas, you know, right. Receivers are, are known to be divas. They don't care, but you, you have a Joe Burrow that, that, that has the confidence that he has. And this kid has a ton of confidence. Okay. He, um, he, he like exudes confidence. I, <laughs> I mean, know. like he's like almost, he's become the epitome of confidence in the NFL. <laughs> but, but, but you know what, what you love about him, in my opinion, Wellington, yeah, is that it's not something that, and you know, I I would look at him as a as a as a former player and say, yeah, I'm just gonna knock you out, you know, because I, I hate you know you talking like that. For me, to for me, for him, uh-huh. it's like okay, I hear you. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you can. It's like, it's like a mutual respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I see where you're coming from. He's not that that uh, that overly brash kid. He's just yeah. he just has a lot of confidence in his ability and you know he has what it takes to be a quarterback leading leading a team mm-hmm. especially a team like Cincinnati as we know what 2015 or yeah 2015 was the last time been in the playoff. yeah yeah so you know you need a guy like that at the helm and and um leading your team and, and yeah he exudes confidence for sure yeah but like I said not not the type that you know, I want to knock him out. (laughs) (laughs) Just being completely honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when you look at this, at the division that they they won in, in terms of like, like Pittsburgh and and Baltimore and Cleveland, like what are also been your thoughts on the other teams that maybe have not been able to be like at the standard that we thought they could have been? Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind, the first team that comes to mind, right. Is, is, uh, since I mean uh, Cleveland, mm-hmm. yeah, because you're thinking that they were going to be all that and then some. Um, they haven't been Pittsburgh. That uh, you know, I just think it's the quarterback. Uh, you know, as good as Ben is, time for him to go. Um, yeah, it's time. Uh, they need a change there. Uh, Baltimore not so bad because you know Jabbar. Obviously, uh, without Lamar, yeah, yeah, without that. Lamar, yeah, that's that's their somewhat their downfall. 
but it, it, the biggest team with that that that's this made made that whole uh, conference. I mean, that whole division, rather, uh, you know, kind of lackluster is the fact that Cleveland. I, we, not, we've got to have the Baker conversation. Ball. We've got to have the Baker yeah. because everybody yeah. everybody knows like it's it's been one of, it's yeah. been one of the, one of the most kind of annoying things for people because Baker he gets so much notoriety but he doesn't right. deliver when it matters most. Like what kind of your thoughts on just delivered. kind of his not to to say his lack of development but lack of significant progress to make this team a, a consistent playoff contender. It's just that I mean it, he hasn't lived up to the billing, you know, and and that in itself is disappointing. I can see if. You know, you you build a guy up. I mean, he's the he's the he's the man, mm-hmm. the Heisman Trophy winner coming in there and 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 doing like you know Joe Burrow's doing as an example, right? Um, and haven't done that. You kind of um, you kind of look at him like, okay, it's time. In my opinion, it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. It's time to do something. And even you thought that even with the coach, right? The the new coach and that, you uh, felt as though, that they you, brought you felt in. As though with the coaching change, there would be maybe a, a different a different amount of results, but it, it, that, uh, that yeah. hasn't happened either. Not not either. Not even. And you know, of course, they had a few um, snippets of um, you know success, but not obviously to the point that they need to be mm-hmm. because they're nowhere near the playoffs, and you know. It's just—it's just been disappointing. It's been hugely. Even with the last postseason, postseason, I feel as though it gave people a false sense of hope because they were able to push Kansas City and and even beat Pittsburgh. But this season, it's almost been as though like the early parts of the season we saw a, a little a, a little amount of their potential, yeah. but it just it hasn't manifested mm-hmm. itself later in the year. No, when when it counted, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's 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 part of the problem. You 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 just don't have. Obviously, they don't have what it takes. And you go back to um, when, and again, I hate when I don't get too old to name names, but when it first started, when he first took over um, that, that that quarterback position and you thought it would be a rise, I, I felt like then that yeah, he's just, let's compare to what I was saying about Joe Burrow yeah. and, and his confidence and, and what he exudes. It's quite the opposite with Baker. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind he kind of confidence. It's almost like I can yeah. make any throw and even double confidence. It <laughs> and it's like, uh, <laughs> shut up already. <laughs> we even saw this in Oklahoma. We, we even saw this in Oklahoma too. I mean, it, it was always there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but 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 now transitioning to, to thoughts on kind of the Cardinals road win at Dallas and recent offensive struggles for Dak. Um, Arizona was able to pull off a 25 to 22 win. And Kyler Murray threw um, two touchdown passes to Antoine Wesley, and both teams are now um, 11 and 5. And the Cardinals ended a, a three game losing streak. Um, Dak had two touchdowns and finished um, 24 38 yards for 266 yards, uh, 226 yards. But his lost fumble set up a short drive to the last of um, Matt Prater's four field goals. To, to you, kind of like, what were your thoughts on the outcome of this game and just how these two teams are looking as um, postseason is right around the corner? First of all, what you said too, that um, the the Cardinals, you know, snapping their four yeah, game losing streak. That was huge against um, against a team like Dallas and to play like that. That's that's my thought, my, my biggest thought on that. Yeah. But um, even more that that a team like this going into the playoffs, Dallas loses a game 
you know, at home that they should win, right? Yeah, and then, definitely, definitely uh, should have won that game. Yeah, <laughs> and and then um, after a, a, a you know coming off the snide like they have uh, the Cardinals coming and winning a game, that's that's huge for them. So it's almost like, in my opinion, but I'm, I'm gonna, there's a caveat to this. But in my opinion, um, the Cardinals, you know, going into the playoffs, that's what you want, and then. Um, the Cowboys, uh, not so much. It's not what you would want in at a at a point in time like this when you know everybody expected them to win with Definitely. with Dak, you know, wanting to you know propel his team into the playoffs, you know, with some momentum. But I think it's just a case where, excuse me, the the um, the Cardinals are going to do what they do. I think they're going to end up you know doing fine in the playoffs, but. My caveat is Dallas is going to rebound. Why? Because that defense. That Dallas is going to they, – they're going to use that defense to propel them. You know, they're going to somehow kind of use this and, and uh, as, as a, you know, something to, to uh, you know, kind of motivate them. And that defense is going to come and rise to, to the occasion. Uh, even though, like I said, you don't want this kind of situation to be the case – Late in the season, you know what I mean. You want to be. Um, you want like to be the, looking the, at at your peak going to the postseason. Yes, yes, yeah. going going, you know, up. But uh, yeah, but I think that defense is going to turn it around. I'm not. I'm not losing hope uh, for Dallas, but it was you know quite a blow to them. You know. But in, in terms of Dallas, like, do you like how much of a contender do you like? Because obviously, like, you're really high on this defense. Like, how much of a contender contender do you really think this team is? Um, in terms of the NFC and, and, and some of the other, I mean, obviously the pa- the Packers are right up there. Uh, yeah. The Rams, they're they're, they're they're kind of finding their momentum, the, and yeah. you know Stafford, w- w- along with all those weapons, are kind of like getting in the right coming room. together. Yeah. Um, I, ter- I, how does Dallas rank in, in, kind of amongst those teams? I think it's it's. I think quite frankly, I think because of the defense, once again, if you're looking at the Rams. And they're peaking a little bit. They, you know, OBJ uh, um, Stafford is kind of, you know, finding him a little bit along with Cooper Cup. And getting, Cooper Cup is getting, having a phenomenal he's, year. He's, he's fantastic. MVP caliber year, no doubt. But you know, you 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 see now there's a little bit of OBJ there, a little bit more than it was in the past. And again, yeah. that's chemistry. But I think my opinion is because of uh, once again Dallas's defense. I think that they can uh, they can beat the Rams in the, in a playoff game. So I would have um, Dallas over the Rams, even though, as I said, they they didn't do themselves any any favors by losing, you know, mm-hmm. to to Arizona. This was but a I bad loss. Can, this was not a loss yeah, you needed. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And they 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 can come back though and and uh, yeah. be uh, successful against a team like uh, like the Rams. Obviously, you know they. They're not going to beat the, the Packers. And That's not happening. So. I'm telling yeah. you, I, 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 want, I want my listeners to know the Packers, I, I think this is going to go to Super Bowl. I think this is going to go to Super Bowl. I'm, you know, I'm kind of feeling that too. I'm, I really am. And, and, I, and, I, and I know, and th- 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 this is my thing, I know what I'm saying doesn't sound logically smart because we've seen every year them them come up short. Sure. I think, especially especially what we're seeing with Tampa Bay and them not having their, their yes. usual assortment of weapons yes. and Matthew Stafford. I don't think you would trust him over over Aaron Rodgers in, in a playoff game. I just feel like this, this is the right and NFC favorite. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, hundred percent. 
and, and Aaron playing with the confidence that he's playing with. And, you know, they have, you know, some, some um, defense is okay, but they're, of course, they're, they're in Lambeau. So, um, you know, having the, the record that they have, uh, I think the, the road to the Super Bowl have to go through Lambeau. So, and, and that's another thing because they had so much drama in the offseason with him possibly with him being, with a different team. Uh, yeah. like, how surprised were you that they were able to kind of like put that aside and then j- j- just focus on the main thing and get get back to football? Because it's Aaron Rodgers. That's what he does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gen- generational talent. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's it's like yeah. hey, I don't care what y'all think. I might <laughs> want to leave after the season, whatever, but I'm going out and ball, okay? Yeah, get exactly. in the story. <laughs> that's it. You know, but yeah, I think that uh, going back to the point that that's the team to beat. I think the uh, the the Cowboys would be you know um, ahead of at least the Rams and and um, in that in that hunt that we're talking about. Where does Tampa Bay fit in that in that ranking? <laughs> I think I think that they're they're going to be. I, I honestly think them and the Rams would be you know what and what. That's why depending yeah. on depending on what uh, what would happen. Um, I just don't see them, you know, getting back there like uh, and, and being a team that they were last year, although they want to. Yeah. I mean, I know they would want to repeat and, and uh, you know, have the, the uh, injuries, the, injuries. Yeah. And, and and that's not, that's another thing, obviously, without Chris Godwin and, and kind of your usual. Your, huge, usual I'm not, huge. That, a, to me, that like, that's a, a huge that's thing loss, that's not getting man. talked about enough. He's, he's, oh my he's God. so crucial to that team. No, no doubt. I mean. Uh, of course, my my um, my wife was had him in fantasy, and when that happened, it was like it was like totally down. Literates everything. Yeah, Goodness. yeah, and yeah. and you know we talked about, and it was talked about, you know how Bruce Arians used him and got him, you know, the ball as as regularly as he did. So you know that was a huge loss because of you know how the how the offense was structured around him. Um, that was huge. And, not, and don't 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 forget about another uh, Louisiana LSU guy, you know, Leonard Fournette. Cannot is, is forget. Not, yeah, yeah, I cannot. You know, forget. he how how good has he been? Yeah. Uh, how good was he? Yeah, that's the I thing. Mean, how, how good, good was football. he? Oh yeah. my God, that was that was outstanding. The things he he was doing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, along with the receivers. So yeah, they they're gonna have a tough road, a little bit tougher road because Definitely. of those reasons. Yeah, and, and and obviously the situation with Antonio Brown was was one of the biggest headlines yeah. this past week. Um, and their recent game against the Jets, you know, Brown erupted in frustration on the visitor sideline um, at MetLife Stadium, le- leaving the third quarter um, with Coach Bruce Arians proclaiming after the game that he is no longer a member of the team. Um, a source told ESPN that Brown was not benched. Um, he quit. The source said, and Brett Brown also did not fly home on the team charter, according to an- another source. And yesterday he was officially um, released, but. Uh, to you, kind of like, what are your thoughts on this bizarre situation, and, and also Antonio Brown's history of off-field drama? Yeah, just that it's just it's just been a history. It's just been, you know, the, the things that that um, that's been expected of him to do. Right. He was gonna uh, eventually, if things are not um, as as good as it needs to be around him, if he's not. Uh, I don't know, coddled or whatever the case is, however this kid needs to be treated, whatever happens that doesn't happen that that, um, that goes according to how he obviously would, would prefer that it goes, 
it's going to be that that issue. He's, um, as I told you, receivers are divas, and he is like a real. This kid is a real head case. Um, and, and did you I, kind I, of foresee I, this happening even when he joined joined Tampa Bay? Because obviously, like Brady wanted to, to to bring him in immediately when he got the opportunity. Like even though they won a Super Bowl last year, like did you think this this was eventually in an in an in an kind of like a, a ugly fashion and, and one that both sides wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to see it end up at, like. Oh, it was definitely that. And, and my problem is just like, um, everybody was saying, you know, why would Bruce Arians want him on the team? Mm -hmm. And that's simply because of talent. And also someone like, you know, a Tony Dungy would say, if you would, you know, a coach like he was, you don't want that kind of kid on you. Cause he, he can be, unfortunately, he's not, I don't think he's a cancer because he, with a, with a good team like, like Tampa Bay, that's not gonna, that kind of situation and, and that kind of outbreak because of the, you know, a, 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 a player like Brady being on your team and, a, a coach like Arians and, and all that, you have that stability. He's not going to be, yeah, he's not going to be that kind of cancer because of that. But this kid is, could be a potential cancer to, he's just, he's a, he's a awful kid, you know, unfortunately. I mean, it, 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 it was bared out how he carried on out there. I mean, he's done that. Throughout his career, obviously. You, you, you have said this. We've had many conversations about Antonio yes. Brown in the past. And you told me, like, Wellington, like, this kid is a problem. <laughs> he's, a, he's an issue. Yeah. He's a, he's a real issue. And and the talent to this point, and it, eventually it's going to wear out, um, and I think it's it's probably run its course. Talent has uh, overshot that, you know, that, that, you know, issues, those issues, those problems that he would bring. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the team, they 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 take that talent and take those touchdowns and take those take those catches that he's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna make over the the problem that he is for the time being, and I think that time has has you know hopefully finally come. Yeah, definitely. And, and now getting into our last topic, um, most interesting interesting week eighteen game. Uh, every week, me and Savon we'll, we'll kind of look ahead to like the next week of NFL games to see like which one kind of stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, the most to us, uh, t- to me, like the, the 49ers and Rams is a really intriguing one because the 49ers, mm-hmm. they can clinch a, cl- a playoff spot. The Rams, mm-hmm. they can also um, clinch the the, the the division heading into the playoffs mm-hmm. for, for the, mm-hmm. the third time with Sean McVay. And that's just a lot of implications there. But is there any game in this last week of the NFL regular season that, that kind of stands out to you early? Well, uh, I think the, the, the Saints game, mm-hmm. uh, that that's a... Uh, uh, because I'm, I'm a, a Saints fan. Got to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and it's not that big because they play in Atlanta, right? And, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, um, you know, division matchup, you know, to see if the Saints are going to, you know, somehow with some help, right, make the playoffs. Right. Um, you know, they've not, they've not been playing that great. I think they can win the game, but um, – you know they they're going to need help getting into the playoffs, but I think that's that's a, a rather intriguing one um, to me, along with that 49er game. Uh, that one just stands out so much. Yeah, that, I just, that, so it's, many, it's, 
so many storylines yeah. in there. <laughs> for that. <laughs> and, it, and the Rams have struggled is. against the 49ers. Like, 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 that's yeah. the thing that has to be mentioned. Yeah, and, and so it's going to be huge. I just I, I think that's a bigger one than the Saints game, obviously. But, uh, you know, Saints have some things riding on it. But that for, for all the things that you mentioned, that's a bigger, you know, uh, game as far as storylines are concerned. Um, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be huge. That's the one I'm going to sit down and watch mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, see what happens. Definitely. And, and, and I mean, uh, but, uh, but, Kind of before we close out, like we're we're mentioning Green Bay as kind of the favorites in the NFC. Like to you in the AFC, Tennessee could possibly clinch the number one seed. Kansas City is number two. Like, is there a particular team in the AFC that you kind of see as the potential favorites going forward? Um, no, I don't. Well, I was about to say I don't see any favorites, but I think that uh, even though that Kansas City uh, loss took a toll on them. I, I trust still them more. They still going to have some say in this thing um, for the most part. But um, that's the biggest one. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a Titan fan, too. So mm-hmm. you see you see my, my loyalties coming back. Coming back. Possibly, that's going you know, to be major. I was, I, was looking at, I was looking at some clips. The, the, uh, the King doesn't look bad now. He looks pretty good, you know, in some of the clips that I've seen practice and whatnot. And I don't believe, uh, you know, it's been snowing quite a bit in Tennessee. So I don't know how much practice they've been getting. But, um, yeah, he's looked pretty good coming in. And that's going to be a a big – that's going to be a big factor for them, you know, going into the playoffs, you know. It's going to be a big, big confidence boost. Because they haven't played, they haven't played great. Don't get me wrong, but they haven't played too bad with the with the running backs that they have. Uh, they and have running Foreman. running well in the postseason is always just as big as it gets. Slowing yeah. the game down, it's, it's just that's major. huge. So they they have that, and they, and and I think that uh, they're gonna they're gonna do some damage. I'm I'm hoping that you know, like we, we were talking about with uh, with Cincinnati. You know, I, I've never, and I tell, I tell my my um, my daughter, and my wife, I says, you know, I can't, I can't ever pull for uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland and Cincinnati because you know, back in the day when I played, it's like that was my nemesis. You know, that that they were, they, it was a, a, the central division of the AFC. Yeah, and I don't like those guys. I can't find myself liking uh, Cincinnati too much, but you know what? Like we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, they have some, some good things going for them with that, with that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase deal. And, uh, it's a hard deal you know, not it, to like, hard deal yeah, not to like. It, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. So yeah. they're going to, it's going to be interesting. As I told you though, I don't, you know, I don't think they, they're going to have more to that point. They're going to have more of the, the deer in the headlight look rather than, you know, that confident thing that, that swagger that, uh, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know that they'll go forward, especially if they're they're facing a team like um, like Kansas City again or something, right? It, it's going to be a little bit. You That's going to be a different story in the postseason. Yeah, it's going to be. Kansas yeah. <laughs> City's so, been there before. <laughs> yeah. So That's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, well, Mr. Johnny, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on it as always, and thank you so much for being back on. No, my pleasure. We got to have you on for the Super Bowl preview. We got to have you. We got to have you on for the Super Bowl preview as well. <laughs> we got to check that out. We'll, we'll, we'll be here. All right, all right. Well, that wraps it up for tonight. 
I'm your host, Wenton Burns. This has been Full Scope. See you later.